Sales is the oxygen to any business. What does that mean? I've got the man himself, Shay Brown, going to explain it to us today and how to go out there and make the kind of money you deserve in your business this week on Born to be Dope with Ryan C. Green. Had a vision that made a plan. Put it into practice with the actions of my hands. Put it into practice with my circle and my fam. Had my bad before I became a businessman. This is the illest rhyme I ever wrote. Said I was born to be dope. This is the illest rhyme I ever wrote. Said I was born to be dope. Welcome back to the Born to Be Dope show. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. I am excited about today's show. This is the show where we combine hip hop and personal development and teach you how to master, magnify, and monetize your unique dopeness for maximum success in business and life. So let's make sure you like, uh, share, follow us, subscribe, tell everybody about the show because uh, we are just giving you everything you need to go out there and be dope. We're all about celebrating being unapologetically great at being you. And that's what we're going to do today and for every other show after this. So whether you're listening to us on your podcast our provider or watching us on the actual show, you are in the right place. And I've got the right man today, the happy entrepreneur, the sales guru himself, man, I'm Mr. King Sales. I'm going to give you another moniker, <laughs> Shay Brown. Welcome to the Born to Be Dope, man. Well, it's a great day, uh, Ryan C. Green. I'm excited to be here, man. I, I couldn't wait. I mean, I, I get a chance to travel around, but yeah. to be here with you in this present moment and for all that you're doing, uh, remind us every day that we were born to be dope, and that's not happening enough. Like, I, I, just, I just want to admire you, man. I've, I've had a chance to know you, what, about 10 years yeah, now, okay, and man. I've seen you do so many different things, but the one thing you've been consistent at is delivering a message that we all can be better inside of ourselves. Yeah. And that's something that we, we, that we forget about. And crazy chaotic world with a war going on or whether you like this president or you like the last president or you went COVID you don't I don't mean to be on a rant but it's important that folks understand that born to be dope is is a whole movement yeah. that's making a difference I mean every day I, every time I say I'm like that's right I'm born to be dope I'm born to be something more than just getting up every single day watching the news man that's 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 freaking depressing, or it can be for some people. Absolutely, and that's exactly where this whole thing came from. Like you said, I, people who watch me, and maybe this is your first introduction to me, maybe you follow me in this whole career, you've seen that I've done different things, and that's the thing about when Born to Be Dope was born from just being unapologetically great at being you. So whatever it is that's in you, what's your special sauce, and how to bring that out, and that's what we are with this, and that's what I want to talk to you, because once you figure it out, once you're like, oh, this is what I want to do, this is who I am, this is what I'm taking to the marketplace, we need to know how to make money, right? Yeah. We need to know how to make money, so that's why I wanted to bring you on the show today. Now, let's start from the difference between sales and marketing, because you are the sales guru, and we're going to get into some, uh, you're going to talk about sales teams and things like that, but I'm going to talk about people who don't understand the difference between the sales and the marketing side. Mm -hmm. Those are two very different things. I have a degree mm -hmm. in marketing, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think they even give college degrees in sales, right? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> but, but I've got a degree in marketing. Uh, and I know, I know what that is, but there's a big difference between that and sales. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about, uh, educate our audience on the difference between those two and why sales called you. Right. So sales and marketing go together like peanut butter and jelly. I say that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but, but they fight like oil and water. Let's just say that. Uh, so there I was. Uh, a new entrepreneur, someone that didn't want to be in this field at all, Ryan. I had no dreams of being a freaking sales, anything or anybody, anywhere, anytime. It was once I got laid off from corporate America, the only job I've ever had, only job I wanted to have, and I would still be there if they hadn't laid me off. 
and going through a, a very challenging time. Um, it was the bankruptcy. Can I say that on here? Is that, is that okay? We, hey, we uh, can I say it was the two failed marriages? Mm. Is it okay to say Let's that? Share it. Let's share is it okay to, to say that it was burning through my 401k? Again, I don't know if I'm too early to say all this stuff, and I wouldn't recommend anybody go through any of their 401k. Um, but I'd reached a point, Ryan, where I was betting on myself. Mm-hmm. And I was double down betting on myself as an entrepreneur, and I was losing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And 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 what I what I learned about selling, I had avoided it. I'm getting the definition in a moment because where I grew up, and maybe for many of your listeners, sales was the only thing you did if you couldn't get a job, mm-hmm. and it was being a car salesman yeah. people thought of. And I didn't see myself as that slimy, slicky, fast talking type of dude or woman. I saw myself as someone that was just trying to help other people in their business. And so the main difference, if I had to boil it all down, and and no offense to all my marketing majors and and all those fancy branding all folks out there, I would say the main difference is sales helps money come in the door Mm -hmm. by solving a problem. Marketing spends the money. Right. And so for so long, it was always about marketing gives the message to sales and then sales goes out and gives the message to the end user, the person that had the problem. The difference, in my opinion, is sales understands what the problem that the market has. And they go back to the market and say, let us solve this problem for you. Now, you need marketing. I'm not saying you don't need marketing, but sales pays marketing. If marketing is not there, you still have to generate revenue. Does that make sense? Now, I know know you can make this argument. There's this thin line. Well, no, we do run ads and we do do this. That is true. You do need marketing. You need branding. You need everything else. The main difference is sales number one job every day is to find someone someone with a problem, solve it for that person, and then bring the money back into the house so they can help more people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to jump right in this. We're going to break this down early in the show. Sure. Because half the people, maybe even more than that, just of sales. I'm not in. I'm not a salesperson. I'm not in this. I'm gonna turn off this show. I believe that there's only two jobs in the world, two two professions. You're either sales or you're in sales support. Mm-hmm. All right. No matter what it is that you do, you're either selling something or you're supporting someone who's selling something. Yes. Okay. And I want to break down. You already started. Let's break. Continue to break down that mm-hmm. stigma of what a sales is. So I want you to kind of. For the other person, like, I don't want to do no sales. Like, no, no, Shay, this ain't for me. I, Shay's cool, but I, that's not for me. Yeah. Talk to that person right now on why, how they should look at things differently and why sales is so important. Sure. And sales for them may not be for them. And I'm okay with that. As yeah. a profession, you might say, I don't want to be a sales professional. I'm not trying to go out and sell a product or service mm-hmm. so a company makes money. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But your point, I think, is, is that we're all in sales. Let me let me share it this way if I can. Um, uh, preachers, and this is the analogy I like to give, uh, uh, preachers don't see themselves in sales, by the way. Right. But every single week, preachers are selling faith. I think we can all agree Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. No matter what your denomination is, you can agree on that. Yep. Uh, um, um, uh, teachers who are born to be dope as well, they get up every single day and they don't see themselves in sales at all by any stretch of the imagination. But every day they're in front of a third grader, in front of a fifth grader, in front of an 11th grader, a 12th grader, a college professor, and they've got to sell, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they're selling teaching every single day, our lessons. Uh, a parent, and I know you're a parent as well, by the way. He has his HU shirt on, by the way. He's a, he's a proud parent Shout and graduate out to Chico, of it. Uh, <laughs> Game Sports Red, go get your HU shirt from him. But, but, but parents get up every single day and they're like folks watching. 
They don't see themselves. They are a leader, but they don't mm -hmm. see themselves in sales, but they're selling every single day. Right. So the point I want to make, the reason we're all in sales is that we're either selling our ideas, mm -hmm. we're selling our values. Politicians do that, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're selling our beliefs, right. and we're selling ourselves every day on whatever we're seeing, hearing, or processing. So we're all yeah. in sales. Now, here's the main difference, and here's why I want you to see yourself in sales. If you're a leader, if you're a professional, if you're someone that goes to work every single day and you do a good job and you want to be able to go talk to your 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 boss, I'll say it like that, or your manager and get a raise, you've got to sell them on what you have been doing. I'll give you one last example if I can. My wife is not in sales. Right? She works a full-time job. She supports the Army. Shout out to all the veterans and all the folks to serve our country to make us safe, keep us safe, so we can do the things we're doing now, by the way. And she does not see herself in sales at all. In one minute or less, talking to her, She's sharing with me one of her favorite restaurants to go to, by the way, this Thai food place. And she's telling me how good the Thai food is. And she's telling me how the soup is amazing. And we've got to be able to go there because her and my, and my uh, daughter-in-law and my sister-in-law went, and I've got to see this restaurant. And I'm thinking to myself, really? Why was it so good? Well, the waiter did this. <laughs> and I walked in the door and I right, did this. Right. And it was so amazing. And, and we've got to try it. Now, at the time, I'm thinking to myself, sheesh, I, I've got to go there. Let's, let's, let's go now or let's do Uber Eats. I don't know if Uber Eats is still around when they see this, but Uber Eats. And here's the point I want to make. She was selling me on the idea of going to a restaurant right. because she believed in it. She enjoyed it. You might see a movie and do it. So the point I want to make to the audience is we're all in this thing called sales. Let's not make it negative and, and, and like we're trying to do something bad. Let's look at it. We're doing something good. Yeah, absolutely. And that made me think about you have four, uh, five uh, parts. I don't mess up the title. Mm -hmm. Five parts to a sales. What, what, uh, oh, uh, five components five of components. a seven-figure sales team. There we go. Five components of a seven-figure sales team. If you're in business and you're looking to uh, make more money, make seven figures in a sales team, you might be thinking, hey, I'm, it's only me. I want to build that business. We're going to get into that right after this break. I got to turn these lights on, man. I got to turn the lights on okay. and everything. We got to get the set all done. So we're going to do that. We'll come right back after this break. We'll talk about the five components to a seven-figure sales team. I'm Ryan C. Green. We got Shay Brown in the building today. Right back after this. Hey, this is Ryan C. Green. Thanks for tuning in and listening to this week's show. Hopefully, you're enjoying it so far. Listen, I want to help you keep the conversation going and giving you the opportunity to join our Born to Be Dope Cypher, our exclusive Facebook group. Go to www.borntobedope.com. At the very top, you'll see a button to join the Facebook group. Uh, do click that button. Go ahead, any information, and you'll get access to our free online Facebook group. In that group, we have so many bonuses, so we keep the conversations going from the shows. We have our live shows that broadcast there so many people to network with and, and every week we raffle all free born to be dope gear for all the new members who will join that week so go ahead to www.borntobedope.com click the button join the exclusive facebook group so we can have more interaction keep the conversation going and you might just even win a free born to be dope shirt Hey, did you know that Born to Be Dope is more than just a show? That's right. Born to Be Dope is a movement. It's so many things uh, outside of just the show. We have the clothing line. We have the show. We have the book that's coming. But we also have the feature film and the live summit. Uh, so if you're a, a speaker, an expert, an author, and you have a message that can help people master, magnify, and monetize their unique dopeness, if you have a message that will resonate with people on how to be unapologetically great at being them, and you want to share the stage with some of the top influencers and speakers, 
uh, at our live summit that's going to broadcast to millions of homes, then go to www.borntobedope.com. Look for the info on how to uh, join the next summit. Our next casting call. Casting calls are going on right now for our next one. You don't want to miss it. Listen, if you've already been a part of one, you can still join us for another one. If you, if you missed out, you thought, I'm going to wait to see what this Born to Be Dope thing is all about. And you realize you want to jump on board. Listen, it's still time. Just go to borntobedope.com. Click the button on how to join. Uh, get the information on our casting call. We look forward to working with you and helping you share your story. Hey, are you looking for dope t-shirts? Specifically, Born to Be Dope t-shirts? Listen, go to www.weardopetees.com. You can get out, you can see our entire line for the Born to Be Dope apparel. We have t-shirts, we have uh, sweatshirts. Uh, we're designing new stuff that's coming soon. So go to weardopetees.com. You can rep the brand that reps you. Get your shirts, get your hoodies, uh, buy one for a friend. Uh, go now to the website. You can see all the new gear that we have and go ahead and rep the brand that reps you. You go ahead, order your shirts, order your t-shirts, and then make sure when you wear it, you tag I am born to be dope on any social media so we can go ahead and recognize you. So go and get your shirts, go get your wear, uh, your gear at weardopetees.com. Welcome back. Hey, listen, I had to get it right. Y'all see, it makes a difference, right? So anyway, listen, those little, because some of y'all, somebody would watch, but he ain't got the lights on, so I, I don't want no negative comments on social media about this. But listen, let's get to what we're here about. Let's talk back about uh, sales. We're here with Shay Brown. He's going to break down the five components of a seven-figure sales team. Shay, talk to us about component number one. First of all, before we even get into it, how did you even come up with this? Mm -hmm. Sure. The, the reason I came up with this in the beginning, uh, I, like many folks, uh, felt as an entrepreneur, I had to do everything myself. Mm -hmm. If I didn't do it, it wasn't going to be done right. Mm -hmm. And that related to sales. And it's okay with that. Um, I believe as an entrepreneur, and this is for my small business owners, my, my entrepreneurs that may have less than 100 employees, some less than 25 yeah. employees, some have zero employees. Um, you are the salesperson, you're the marketing person, you're the tech person, you're the person going to all the meetings, you're the administrative assistant, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I was going out trying to teach people how to can develop their own selling skills. That's how I first started because I wasn't in sales. Um, just a quick story for you. I was in the third grade. I was in Miss Kurt's class, by the way. I don't know if you know this. And uh, in Miss Kurt's class, I was called to the front of the room. When I was called to the front of the room, I had to recite what we had just read. And I'm in the front of the room, and once again, I'm like... Uh, I'm trying to talk and I can't get it out, right? And, and I'm having a hard time getting my words out. So they call my mom. We go down to the principal again, and the principal, my mom, a counselor, and then they brought in a third person who was a specialist, and they let my mom know that I had a severe stuttering problem, right? And they were gonna put me in another class, and you know, that meant I was gonna be in the, not say the dumb kids class, but another class. I'll right. say that back then in the day, wasn't as popular as it is now. Um, and when I got home that evening, here's the point I wanna make. My mom said, listen, don't worry, you don't have a problem. Now, my mom was a bishop of a church, by the way, but she says, you don't have a problem, everything's okay. And I'm thinking, I don't know about 11 years old time, third grade, uh, no, there's something else going on. This don't happen to anyone else, I do have a problem. She says, you just think faster than everybody else. So you're having a hard time getting your words out. But you're very smart, you're bright, you're smart. And I'm like, after that, I start thinking, I'm smart, I got it, it's just I'm thinking too fast. Right, right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I continue to do what I'm doing. Here's where I'm going as a place to sell. It wasn't until I got into high school. Well, his mother lied to me, by the way. <laughs> I had a severe stuttering problem, by the way. I know, I know, and I still talk fast to this day, so right, I try right. to stutter, but I try to hide it. But the reason I tell that story is that sales wasn't what I wanted to do. I had to learn how to sell methodically so I can get my words right, so I can have conversations one-to-one -one with individuals. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, I had to have these skills. There might be someone else like me that want to learn. Right. 
what I discovered over a short period of time, it's 10 years, take me that time to get there, is that not everyone wanted to sell. Mm -hmm. Even if they were already great, and many were way better than me, even if they wanted to be refresh their skills, they would rather have someone else do it, mm -hmm. myself included. And so I said, what if they could build a sales team? And what if that sales team could generate seven figures? Now, seven figures is not what it is today. I mean, a million dollars 10 years ago was a lot of money. I mean, it still is a lot of it's money today. Lot, I'm yeah, not I, I joking the plans, but you know, you know you, some yeah. folks can generate a million dollars in their company. But anyway, um, so I said, what if we had a team? And I came up with the phrase, and I don't know where I heard it from, but success is a team sport. I, and I played ball. Success is a team sport. So I said, we'll focus on helping people have a sales team so they can outsource their sales department, they're outsourcing their marketing, as you talked right, about right, earlier, right. they're outsourcing other things. Why not bring it to a team? And then what I learned is they just want a team, like this reps to do it. But the world had changed. 2007 had come about. I don't know when they're going to see this, by the way. There's been a pandemic that's come about yeah, yeah. before they even see this thing. So much has changed. I said, what if you need more than just a salesperson? Mm -hmm. And so we developed a concept called the seven figure sales team. And the whole idea was one person's not gonna generate you a million dollars. Right. It's gonna take a team. Now there's five components, let me get the five components quickly if I can. Yep. The first component I decided was, okay, you wanna have a sales rep. And the sales rep is someone you can pay 100% commission to. So makes sense, right? right. One, you and I here, you're like, well, Shay, I'm already doing this. I can show you what I'm doing and you can make money. Now, in, in theory, that sounds great, right? right? And then whenever I make money, I get a commission off what I bring in. So I said, well, everybody can have a sales rep. Like, it doesn't make sense for someone to be working by themselves and not bring on a sales rep. Right. So we'll teach them how to bring on a sales rep. Number two, we needed what's called a sales affiliate. Now, a sales affiliate team in these days was you could have a product, right? And let's say Apple. And Apple could say, I tell you what, I don't make cords. I don't make plugs. But if I sell this in my store, you give me a commission. And it's been around for as long as time. And I said, well, we can now do this in the entrepreneurial world. Everything's digital. Uh, we can track it. We can encourage folks. We can have commerce going like this anywhere in the world. So everyone should have a sales affiliate team. What a new idea, but that's part of their sales team. So that's component number two, sales affiliates. And we, we teach them the structure and the system so that can run without their labor, without their time that allows them to do something else, right? Then the third component of a seven-figure sales team, because they ask the same question you asked, Ron, what? my own words, LL Cool J is a seven-figure sales team. Like, is it just one person? And so I started breaking it down and it took me a long time to do this, but I'm here now. And step three was a sales ambassador. Now, why do I say that? Well, the sales rep is 100% commission. Mm -hmm. You hire them, you train them, and teach them. The sales affiliate, well, you know, Ryan's already doing I Am Born To Be Dope, but, but Ryan needs a microphone. So Ryan contacts someone, they give him a microphone, well, then Ryan gets an affiliate, okay? So he's not, he don't know all the products and services, but he can get some commission right. off what he's already doing. Right. The sales ambassador, Ryan, it's a little bit different. The sales ambassadors, these were folks who believed in the product, the mission, the goals, and the objectives. Very similar to Born to Be Dope. I consider myself an ambassador for Absolutely. Born to Be Dope Absolutely. because I believe in the mission, mm -hmm. I believe in your goals, and I believe in your beliefs of helping folks believe first they've got to take care of themselves. They're not waiting on the government, they're not waiting right. on the Congress, they're not waiting on, not waiting on the mayor or the governor. They know they got to save themselves start with themselves yep. first, then yep. their family. That's what Born to be Dope, in my opinion, is all about. So I'm a sales ambassador, so I can be places you're not in. I can be standing when you're not there, and I can spread the gospel, if I can right. say it like right. that. So we are, they, they become your disciples yep. for those Christians that are out there. And even if you're not a Christian, you understand the concept. So now we got a sales rep, one component. We have a sales ambassador, 
a second component. We got I mean, a sales affiliate. Sales ambassador becomes a third component. And this is important because all these components add together get you to seven right, figures. Right. Anyone could do it. But now we know it's a combination. It's a system. It's a structure. And then we have the digital sales solution. Digital sales solution in English for those folks that are listening. Some of you are going to get the concept right away. But for others, it's basically anything that happens in this digital world. Mm -hmm. That means my labor was not involved. So it could happen over the internet, which is what it's called these days. I don't know what it's going to be called in the future, but the right. internet, and it could be happening online. And how's that revenue coming in to support the business? Or how are you finding new customers to support the business? Or how are you recruiting people to your company to support the business? So that's your online revenue generating system that's right. up there. And that's a very important, especially in today's world. So now we got four components and then the fifth component. So first one is a sales rep. You pay them commission. That's the only time money comes out. Sales affiliate. Well, you only pay them when they bring in money. So it's not costing you anything yet. Sales ambassadors, they're already in the inner circle. They want rewards and recognition. They're already there. We just gotta, we just gotta give them what they need. Right. Now, I'm, I am also a sales ambassador for the, for the Washington Commandos. That's not working too well for me right now. <laughs> um, it's, it's okay in the Washington Wizards. Hey, that's not working too well no, for me right now. You know, hey, I, I'm sorry, it's, it's topic it's, for number but time. But you're there for the love, the recognition. I'm a, I'm I'm a DC native, man. Go, so, but I'm an ambassador, so you know, I'm, I'm in it to win it. Okay, yeah. right, let me get back to our regular schedule program. Number four, digital sales solution. Right. Um, and then last is the sales cheerleader. And the sales cheerleader are raving fans. What I discovered is a number of times we know what to do. Mm -hmm. Have you ever known to do something and not do it? Yeah, like, like I know I should drink more water, but I don't yeah, right away. I know I should eat more fruits and vegetables, but I don't. Don't judge me, everybody out there. I've got more vitamins at home in my cabinet <laughs> that I don't take. I, topic for another time. But they know they should be collecting these digitally, on video, mm -hmm. on audio, in writing, online, and using those success stories so they can share messages with other folks. So when you put those five components together, now you have a sales team that does not include your labor. The question I was answering for folks is, how do I get paid more for what I know that I don't have to do by having someone else there? Yeah, yeah. And that's so major. Hopefully y'all took that, uh, took notes and not rewind this, listen to it again, because uh, you know my background is helping authors and, mm -hmm. and helping speakers really go out there and, and take their message to a wider audience. And the biggest thing I run into trying to convince authors is how do you move past the book? How do you go beyond just the book? Because yeah, you can sell a book, and if you're out there, you do twenty twenty five dollars sales. Um, you know, do you have to be in the room to sell a book, or you know, you may have your your funnel, your website, but what do you do to grow beyond that book? So when you talk about the digital piece, like you know, you, you said you started in in. Oh four is yeah five yeah two, is, right? two yeah two thousand four right, so, got laid off made you know back first. then I mean the internet wasn't like it is today so no. you've had to have some transitions in your business so let's talk to some of the people who may have been in business for a while and things have been successful for you but you haven't fully embraced the digital era mm -hmm. I don't know how you haven't done it yet in twenty twenty three as we are well, right what, now. what happens I think Brian is uh, I need to tell no 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 so you can go with that but they haven't done it so how let, let's help them uh, embrace. Mm -hmm how to make their business bring their business up to you know the, today's technology so that you said they can remove themselves a little bit more yeah. and go out there and yeah so, so there's two type of individuals i believe ryan that can benefit from uh automation mm -hmm. uh the digital space and building a digital sales team and that's what that's really about building a digital sales team two type of individuals the first individual is someone who's in business um, but they're still growing the business. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get their clients together. They're trying to make sure they got the market together and they need an infrastructure, a right. sales infrastructure and a system that in a sequence of sales that runs online that brings in folks who are qualified who have a problem, 
allow them to have an interaction with their company and make a buying decision. And they're just, they're still building the revenue. They're still getting it right. They're still going. And like I said, they could be in business for, uh, they could be very green and new, but they could be very seasoned professional. So you're right. Um, and how they can embrace that right now is to take the first step. The first step is say, I will build a digital sales team. I will start there. I will start there. And then the next step behind that is having the infrastructure to support it, which we help them do. The second person I, I believe is, is really our target audience. They're both our target audience, but really it's the second person. Second person reminds what you just said. They've been in business. Um, they're ready to scale the business. What they've been doing has been working. They've been successful. They've always been successful. The principles haven't changed, but they need a team. And one thing I like to share, Ryan, is that big dreams, and, and these are entrepreneurs who already have big dreams, they're already there, these huge dreams, these huge goals, they require an amazing team. And part of that amazing team is the sales team that's able to come aboard. So they need to embrace it so they can automate it, so they can reach more people, and they can have more impact. You know, in my 55 years on this planet so far, I boiled down my whole mission in life, and I believe that's the folks that want to scale. And it's two words. Imagine someone said, Ryan, C, Green, what are your two words? I mean, <laughs> you got to, what is your whole mission in life? And for me, it's two words, and it's impact humanity. Impact humanity and the only way to impact humanity as an entrepreneur who's here to solve a problem and make a bigger difference you've got to automate that's where i'm going now for those folks you've got to automate you've got to get in the digital space and you've got to do more to reach more to help more that's how you impact humanity with the gift that you was born to what be dope at. there it is yeah so listen we're gonna get, tell people how to get in touch with you in a second but because we we always combine in the hip-hop here with the personal development so mm -hmm. let's have a little fun now some rapid fire it. questions man yeah. let's take it to the hip-hop um let's see now i know you dc born and raised so you got the go-go thing going i want to ask who was your uh your spirit rapper like mm -hmm. when you say like look that person is like if, if i were an mc if i was in music mm -hmm. who, who speaks to you most the person who speaks to me most these days that I listen to probably the most is Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. Still go back and, and listen to his stuff. Uh, the reason for that, not because he's an entrepreneur, it's because of what he's been able to do, not only as a hip hop, not only as a, as a rapper, but in the business world as well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it speaks to me near and dear, and that's, that's the person I would want to be like. Great, great. Is there a song that, not necessarily Jay-Z, but because uh, I believe hip hop culture, mm -hmm. and the reason I combine the two, because hip hop culture, celebrating 50 years at the time of this recording. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of been our entire lives just about, you know, mm -hmm. we've been in this culture. So, and part of the culture is about being unapologetically you mm -hmm. and just celebrating who you are. So what was that moment in your life and was there a song or, or something that happened in the culture that kind of helped you realize, you know what, before there was an I am born to be dope, mm -hmm. you knew inside mm -hmm. I'm dope. Like this is, this, this, you know what, this song or this moment solidified me that I'm walking this way. I don't know if it's hip hop, culture i'm thinking of one right now i keep thinking i'm black and i'm proud because that was just mm -hmm. the song that they got remixed a thousand times um but i was part of the uh, run dmc era yes. and uh and the ll cool j era but the song that i hear most in my head all the time is don't call it a comeback yeah you know and um and the reason for that is uh growing up in, in a home and my all my mom was a bishop mm -hmm. and my father was a big deacon at the church he was still abusive to my stepfather was very abusive to him and uh, my mom went through a lot of stuff, so we always had that fake thing going on in the family, right? <laughs> you didn't talk about it during right, weekday, right, right, and right. things didn't happen. But when things started happening to me in my own personal life, and I mean, all the song always came back to it, don't call it a comeback, I was LL Cool J, I've been here before, but the whole belief that you can come back, and it was on you. Yeah, and, yeah. and that was the whole part, that you can be uniquely 
yourself. And that's what I love most about the rap music yeah. during my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it's a little different now, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So let me ask you this, not necessarily hip hop related. What what makes Shay, oh, sorry, Shay, as you say, <laughs> I just learned today that we call him Shay, but his family calls him Che, but I'm, I don't know. Che after Che, I'm named after a guy by the name of Che Guerrero. Yeah, so I figured yeah. once you said, yeah. once I learned yeah. that was a real yeah. pronunciation, I'm like, that had to be it, but. Um, but yeah, you have, you, have a, you, have a, you have a son, so you know how this works. My son's name is Che, right? Yeah. So he's all crazy. My name is Che, my dad says Che is Che, so I feel, yeah. when they get older, I gotta be like, okay. I'm big on names, so I wanna pronounce people's names how they wanna pronounce. You've never corrected me, so I've always figured yeah. it, but it's like, you know. I'll, I let it go so many years. I want people to I pronounce people's names how they wanna pronounce, mm -hmm. but, but Sorry about that, y'all. We've been friends for a long time. We just have conversations. What was I about to ask you? Whoa, oh, what makes you laugh? Mm -hmm. like, what, 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 you know, that's, what do you enjoy? What makes you laugh? Um, what, what makes me laugh is, uh, other than watching good comedy, is, is watching shows where there's a sports figure involved mm -hmm. and they get to come back from something that was just so tragic, right? Um, and the reason it makes me laugh is that I'm watching it, and although you 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 know you see so many movies, you know it's going to happen. When it happens, I just burst out. <laughs> like I can't believe it! Oh my god, I can't believe that happened! But and it just it just makes me laugh. I gave an example. I wouldn't say a Rocky story, but I love Kevin Hart, yeah. and I love what Kevin Hart has been through. I love how he talks about it, and it just makes me laugh when someone makes fun of themselves for a situation they did. I know you're going back to the Eminem days, because that was the first movie I remember that at, where he was a rapper, he comes out, and then all of a sudden he says, okay, you're going to say all the things about my mama and this and this. Right, right. I'm going to tell you up front. Right, right, And then, right, it, then it's right. like, bam, and he starts laughing, and uh, that always makes me laugh because oftentimes myself, you don't want to poke fun of yourself. And, and so that, that taught me inside that it's okay to be imperfect. That, it, that it's okay to not get everything right. And you can still laugh about it, but that laughter for me was a way to cover things up mm -hmm. and then keep on going. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's one of the things, hey, anyone who's been with me, worked with me, you know, I've, I've inside, I've always been like, I had this shift from trying to be perfect. I don't seek mm -hmm. and pursue perfection, but I do pursue excellence, mm -hmm. you know? And so I always try to do that. But at the same time, you know, I guess, I turn the lights on in the middle of the show. Mm -hmm. I like to show that to people. Like, listen, you, you're not going to be 100% right. You're going to have some mistakes. You're going to mess up. But you got to laugh at yourself and keep it going because mm -hmm. that's the thing. I think we, we compare ourselves to people so often that we forget they did it. Right? Yeah. We only see the, the, the highlight reels of people's lives and forget about the the, uh, the, the, the shacks and the fools or the bloopers, right? <laughs> so it's important to bring that out. Uh, last question. This, it just came to me because I... Um, I know how big of a Kobe fan mm -hmm. you, I won't say were, but are. Mm -hmm. So, and you talk about the mama mentality, how you relate to that, mm -hmm. and maybe inspire those who are, are watching. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm on my wall at home, I have this big sign that says mama mentality. And one of the things that inspired me most was the work ethic and the discipline that he had applying to the belief that he could do something. So some of you think, oh, he's a quick score 81 points, Shay. It was never about that. It was about the kid who came out, and I, we have a LeBron James now, so I understand that, but had this work ethic that you were not going to outwork him at the gift that he had. Right, right. And the whole mumba mentality is this whole belief that when you think there's nothing left, there's still a little bit left in the tank. Right? When you think something is outside of your reach, it's still within your grasp that you can go out and get it. So the mumba mentality to me is this whole concept, this whole belief that no matter where I'm at or no matter what's going on, I got enough gear in me that's on me yeah. to be able to reach inside of myself and pull that energy out, 
or pull that next uh, email you're going to send or make that next phone call that you're never finished. And that's what I would use the mama mentality for. Never finished. It's always next. And there's an example where Kobe does that and, and um, they're interviewing him. I don't know if you remember seeing that interview with him. They come up they come up to him. And they're like, oh, congratulations. You guys won. You won book. He goes, job not finished. Yeah. Job not finished. So never finished. So that's the mama mentality. You own it and you are responsible and it's on you. Awesome. Awesome. You got the... Uh... Oh, can I, can, I, can I give him that last quote? Yep, absolutely. Because I, I think that's what you wanted. Not you wanted, but I want to make sure you guys get this. The one takeaway that's embedded on my phone, if you go look at it in other places, is control the controllables. Mm-hmm. And that was one of Kobe's uh, sayings as well. And I know it's been said and overused, control the controls. What that means to you as your home and myself, there's some things that are within our control. There's two things you can control every single day. You control your mindset and you control your actions. You have complete control over those. Some things I can't control. The power goes out in here. I can't control that. My, my electronic lock at home stopped working when I put my thumb on it. I can't control that. But what I can control, my mindset and my actions, I own it 100%. Control the controllables. That's the mama mentality summed up by Shea Brown in three words. Awesome, awesome. Um, before we go, you're doing a great project right now, making the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I want people to know about that. Tell them about how they can work with you mm-hmm. and go in just any, any final uh, words you want to give, man. Sure. So there's two things. If you're out there and you want to connect, let's let's connect. You can find me on Instagram at I am Shay Brown. I am Shay Brown. Uh, there is a project. The one I'll mention is one we have called the Comeback Champion Summit. And it's, it's open to a number of folks who might want to help share their story or share their message or, or share some experiences they've had. And it is online as well. Then go to Comeback Champion Summit. Dot com Again, www.comebackchampionsummit.com. We want to share their story and share their message. Um, what I would share with the audiences that are out there listening right now is um, three words. And it's uh, one of our 12 rules for life. we got 12 rules, by the way. But one of our 12 rules for life is uh, collaboration crushes competition. Collaboration crushes competition. What drew me to the Born to be Dope movement that you already had, other than me knowing you for a number of years now, it's a collaboration project. Now, now, granted, he went to HU. He sees on the shirt. I went to Morgan State. I don't hold that against him. He's, he's a good guy. He's a family man. That's one of the things I knew that attracted me, so I'm willing to collaborate with you. He has children. I'm willing to collaborate. I think one of his sons is graduated, didn't he? He's going to a senior year. He just finished his senior. third year. Okay, I know he's going to have that. I know that. Uh, Ryan's done everything perfectly right except for he plays alpha. So he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good alpha man. I, I don't hold that against him. He's part of the Divine Nine. We're I try all, to go the whole, I wasn't going to bring it up. We almost made it. We're, we're all in this together. I'm a good Kappa man. I, I don't have to mention that to you. I know you just, I just know you just know that he's a Kappa man. You know that. But in all seriousness, it's collaboration crushes competition, Ryan. It's all about us coming together, working together. Absolutely. And Ryan could be like, well, I'm going to hold what I know over here. And I could be like, I want to hold what I know over here. But I understand that when you come together and you collaborate, we can do so much more. Yeah. So one of my commitments and the impact humanity isn't with Shea Brown is how many collaborations can I be a part of uh, where I understand this one rule. And then I'll close with this. And this, this might be the rule you're in when you're in a collaboration partnership that I'm coming to the table giving 70%, only expecting 30% back. That in these collaborations that I'm here to impact humanity, I didn't say make money, but just to impact humanity, I already know it's not gonna be 50-50. Now I'm in a marriage, 
I know it's 50 50, baby. I know I get it. I'm on my third marriage. I'm very, very happy. I love my wife. Mwah! Shout out to Carla Brown. But I understand this is not a marriage, right? So in these collaborations, I think we go into it and we're trying to do bigger good. I'm not saying you should be abused. My philosophy is I'm giving 70%. Now, if you're not willing to give 30% coming to this, then I already know this is not going to work. But I'm going to do my part. I think you do yours. So if I suggest anyone that's out there right now, start collaborating, work together, because success is a team sport. Good job, by the way. I love born, the whole born to be dope concept. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep impacting the world. Keep making Appreciate a difference. It. And keep changing lives, Ryan. Appreciate C. Green. In the building! And I made it! I'm finally on set. I've been watching like y'all for so long. <laughs> so if you have a man to get on set with Ryan, connect with Ryan so you can be here on location because it's dope thank you thank you thank you that's shay brown ladies and gentlemen make sure you share this uh show subscribe like all the other stuff they tell you to do on social media do all that make sure you follow us follow him follow me follow the show at i am born to be dope uh follow me at ryan c green media on all social media i'm gonna ask shay to stick around after this to give some private um you know bonus content footage for our our, our membership group if you're not already in that, you're not following us on fan base, uh, hit me up. Do you find out information on how to do that so we can get the secret stuff behind the scenes? But other than that, man, it's been a great show. Thank Peace, you for coming out, man. All right. All right. And again, I'm Ryan C. Green. Go out there. Be unapologetically great at being you because you were born to be dope. Peace. This is the illest farm I ever wrote. Said I was born to be dope. I dream big like my vision's were projected on the movie screen. Stamming into watercolor bluish green Muscle with the hustle Turn my dreams into reality I'm my ancestors While there's dreams on the balcony Scribbling notes Into the margin of my composition But what's next? Man, efforts for my ambition I failed to step back But kept pushing Reinventing myself Establish a better footing Fall down six times